Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Reopening rollback. We have to blunt the progression of this virus. Intel on Russian bounties. It was not verified. This is totally outrageous. Armed stand against protesters. It was like the storming of the Bastille. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup about those plans to reopen. At least 16 states are stopping them in their tracks or rolling them back just ahead of the July 4th weekend. Concerns about the coronavirus are rising as fast as the caseload in the South and West as the World Health Organization warns the pandemic is far from over. Our coverage begins with CBS's Carter Evans. People under the age of 44 account for more than half of all cases in Arizona. And while their risk of serious illness is low, the public health risk remains. Governor Doug Ducey closed bars, gyms, theaters, and water parks for one month, increasing hospitalizations in new cases. At a news conference, he was asked about letting bars reopen in May. Did you screw up? We're fixing it. Not a California. CBS's Steve Futterman is in Los Angeles. The nation's second largest city has seen a dramatic rise in the number of cases. L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti. We must not get to the place where COVID-19 overwhelms our hospitals. But officials say that will be difficult. Dr. Christina Gulley is with the L.A. County Department of Health Services. The number of hospital beds could become inadequate in the next few weeks. Bars in the city have again shut down and L.A. beaches will be closed for the 4th of July holiday weekend. Correspondent Janet Shamlian is in Texas where bars have been shut down again and inside capacity has been reduced at restaurants. I don't want to get sick again. Brownsville, Texas bar owner Osvaldo Garcia is taking every precaution, including wearing protective gear. After he says he spent a week in the hospital with COVID-19, he thinks shutting bars and clubs now is the right call. Because there's no way to contain it. Dr. Peter Hotez of the Baylor School of Medicine agrees. We can't keep going as is. Some action had to be taken. Whether those measures will be sufficient, I think, is something we, we don't know at this point. These often crowded spots are being singled out as a major source of the latest outbreak. They've seen a 170% increases in the state in the last two weeks. In Florida, some beaches in the Sunshine State will be closed for the holiday weekend, but Panama City Mayor Mark Sheldon is not going that far. Miami-Dade has closed their beach, but Miami-Dade County has had over 35,000 cases of COVID in their county alone as of today. We've had 347. I'm Peter King in Orlando. Jacksonville is among the latest Florida areas to institute face mask orders for anyone in public locations when social distancing is not possible. 
One big question is what it means for the Republican convention, which was moved there from Charlotte because of that city's rules. President Trump and his campaign have made it clear they want a crowded convention hall. This order means there are now mask orders for Florida's largest population centers, including Miami, Tampa, Orlando, and again Jacksonville. New Jersey's put off a plan to resume inside dining and restaurants later on this week. New York officials might do the same. Overseas, CBS's Holly Williams says the European Union is issuing new rules on visitors, and Americans aren't on the guest list. Here in Greece, they're famous for their hospitality, but with lockdowns now just a memory and Europe reopening its doors to tourists from around the world, people coming from the U.S. have reportedly been deemed too high risk. Greece's health minister told us the European Union has decided there are simply too many new infections every day in the U.S. We're hoping that the situation is going to be better in a few days or weeks. Reports today indicate accusations of possible Russian bounties in Afghanistan did make their way into written briefings provided to President Trump. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang on what the administration's been saying. President Trump claims he wasn't briefed on the matter because the intelligence gathered was not credible. But CBS News has learned the president's national security aides discussed it. Military officials were reportedly reviewing American casualties in Afghanistan to find out whether Russia was linked to any of them. Congressman Mike McCall was one of several Republicans briefed at the White House. If it is true, I think it's very important to say that there should be very severe consequences on on Mr. Putin uh, and Russia. Uh, They are not our friend. China has approved a new national security law that gives Beijing more leeway to crack down on opponents in Hong Kong. Asia correspondent Ramey Innocencio. China's state-run Xinhua News Agency had reported the law would let Beijing establish a national security bureau in the city and would empower Chief Executive Carrie Lam to choose judges to preside over national security crimes. Critics say that calls into question the independence of Hong Kong's judiciary and the policy of one country, two systems. A man serving time for his part in the 2002 murder of U.S. journalist Daniel Pearl is a step closer to freedom. Pakistan. The Supreme Court has refused to revisit a lower court's decision to exonerate Ahmed Omar Saeed Sheikh, who's spent 18 years on Pakistan's death row for the Wall Street Journal reporter's murder. The government and Daniel Pearl's parents have filed an appeal, but that won't be heard till September. And Sheikh, a British-educated Muslim militant who'd allegedly befriended Pearl before luring him to his death, could be free by then. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. In Southern California, a wind-whipped wildfire has destroyed around 20 homes in agricultural territory 100 miles from San Diego. People in the small town of Nyland have left the area. A white St. Louis couple who got national notoriety by pointing guns and shouting at peaceful protesters marching near their home is speaking out. Mark McCloskey says they reacted out of fear. I was terrified that we'd be murdered within seconds, that our house would be burned down, that our pets would be killed. President Trump retweeted video of the confrontation. Adidas is the latest company to pause its advertising on Facebook. Ford, Clorox, and Denny's are among others taking action to try to pressure the company to do more to stop the spread of hate speech and misinformation. Time to get moving. For some of us, the IRS says it's going to stick with its tax filing deadline of July 15th, but people can file for an extension to October 15th, the pandemic-forced postponement of the normal April 15th deadline. 
A music legend has added to his storied legacy with a new release, as we hear from CBS's Deborah Rodriguez. I'm out here a thousand miles from my home. Bob Dylan is the first artist to hit the Billboard Top 40 with a new album in each decade from the 60s to the 2020s. The day they blew out the brains of the king. His 39th studio album, Rough and Rowdy Ways, has debuted at number two behind Lil Baby's My Turn. It marks Dylan's 23rd time in the top 10. The final tune, Murder Most Foul, is a 17-minute track about U.S. history after JFK's assassination. Dylan is 79 now. Besides bragging rights to the music, he has a Nobel Prize in literature under his belt. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Tuesday, the 30th of June. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.